Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with the Tutor Podcast, injecting uncommon sense into your tutoring, teaching and coaching business. As always, guys, I'm here to help you if you're already in the business and to egg you on if you think you'd like to get in this business and be well paid for helping people. I'm always eager to hear from you, to get your stories, your insights, as well as your questions and your problems. So send them to info at neilcowmeadow.com or follow me on Twitter where I am, at Tutor Podcast. Right, let's get cracking with episode 74, Specialise and Diversify. Now, we live in changing times. Technology is changing everything, especially more and more things going online and artificial intelligence coming on stream. It's going to make a lot of jobs obsolete. How are we going to deal with that? Society is changing too. People are becoming more and more insular. And I think they're becoming more and more passive, more just consumers than active participants. I refer to them as spectators on the touchlines of life. Demographically, things are shifting. We've got an aging population. So that's going to affect our businesses, especially if we geared more towards children. Economically, everything's changed all the time. It's a cycle. It's been cyclical forever and it will continue that way. It's also completely outside of your control. I mean, just think of the 2008 financial crisis. What could you or I have actually done about that? The answer is, of course, bugger all. So in the face of changing times about which you can do absolutely nothing, what are you going to do when a change occurs and your specific skills are not needed anymore? I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday who was a piano tuner. And when digital pianos started to come along, he could see the writing on the wall for what he was doing. So he and his wife decided to do something else and grew themselves a big property portfolio and have become very successful within that field. Having noticed that disaster was coming for the industry. So my question for you today is, do you have a plan B? Because the chances are, Things are going to change. In your own life, you may have already changed careers several times. For myself, I've worked in laboratories, restaurants, casinos, both in the UK and abroad, accountancy, financial sales, the financial services industry. I've been a management consultant, an accountant, been in retail, and now at the moment, I'm a certified life coach but predominantly I'm a guitar player. In addition to that, I have a second business in property and a third business, which I'm just starting up, which I'll come around to in a moment. So have a plan A, which you're currently doing, then have a plan B. Behind that, I suggest you have a plan C, a plan D, maybe even a plan Z. Go all the way through the alphabet. The underlying theme for today is really change. And a reminder or a plea that you keep on learning and keep on upskilling. 
I think it's vitally important that we think about long-term survival, not just within our own field of excellence, but looking outside it. What can we do to diversify, to survive and to thrive, develop secondary, tertiary and quaternary income streams and so on, as well as everything else that's changing around us very, very fundamentally, we will change. Your life, your situation, your relationships, your family, your kids, your dependents, that's going to change. You're going to get old. We're going to age. We've got no escape from this. I mean, what are you doing for your retirement? Have you planned anything yet? What are you going to do in 10 years' time, 15, 20 years' time? Personally, I don't plan to retire, but there may come a time when I can't teach anymore. I'm just too old. We're also going to have issues with health or illness, accidents. And again, I'll just go into a bit of detail about that shortly. And what happens if we lose the passion for what we're currently doing or fall in love with a different challenge completely? Furthermore, if you relocate, if you move, particularly if you move far from where you currently are, what are you going to do with your tutoring business? If you can't take your client base with you, you probably have to start again from scratch. Above all else, we want to survive and we want to give ourselves the freedom to choose how we live. So let's talk about taking the risks away, given that everything around you is going to change and most of it's going to be completely outside of your control. How do you cut down the risk, minimize the downside? Well, the very first thing to do is become exceptional within your current field of operations. Don't be ordinary, because if you're ordinary, you'll become a commodity and you'll have to compete on price. Set yourself apart by becoming extremely good at what you do. Become exceptional. That's your best protection. If all of the so-so people around you are falling by the wayside or being buried by change, but you're so far ahead that people can't live without you, that's good protection. As well as becoming exceptionally good at what you do, maximize what you're doing. Book yourself solid. Minimize your downtime. See too many tutors moaning about spaces between lessons. Book your lessons out back to back. Cram them in. Work as hard as you can when you're working. And remember, always charge top dollar for your services because you're worth it, aren't you? If you've got issues about charging a good rate for your services, there's a previous episode about setting your price. And a couple more about attitudes to money. You've got to be worth it and charge top dollar for your money. The next thing you can do is develop products around what you do. Now, all the time, I want you to keep looking out for add-ons to your current business so that you can build a second revenue stream without blowing up the core of your current business. Uh, when I worked a day job in finance, I started teaching guitar on the side and was given a partnership in a music shop just to get me involved in their project. So I had to figure out how to make those activities work together. They had three interlocking components, as well as being a new dad at the time. So everything had to mesh and it took a lot of juggling. It was bloody hard work, but it was worth it. Because over time, I was able to build my teaching business 
to such a size that I could walk away from the day job with no financial downside and ultimately to close the retail business and walk away and make more money. So you can do that if you have multiple skills. If you've only got one skill, you're very exposed to risks. I say you're close to the edge. And with many, many roles going extinct in the face of technology and artificial intelligence, you don't want to be one of those people going extinct. So have multiple skills, have multiple streams of income. How are you going to get there? Well, make a decision to divide your time and your resources. I began by allocating 20% of my saved teaching profit, my cash pot in the bank, to invest in my first property. And at the same time, allocated 20% of ongoing teaching profit in training myself in property. Now, that was a lot of money, a big chunk of cash out of the bank, and it scared the crap out of me. And then handing over thousands of pounds to buy blocks of training to become adept in a lot of different strategies within property. That was a huge commitment. But in less than three years, and with constant ongoing reinvestment, the property portfolio has grown so that tutoring is now a lifestyle choice. It's not an economic necessity. I don't need to work my tutoring business because the property portfolio pays me more than enough to live on. I love teaching. I'm not going to stop. But it's great to know that every day I'm choosing to do that and I don't have any need at all to show up and do it. I just do it because I love it. Do I get well paid for it? You bet your ass I do but I don't have to do it anymore. Now, around that, I've also built a system for acquiring and managing property in a profitable way. And now with those systems, I'm able to set up a third major income stream because the first and second streams are running very, very smoothly. So I've transitioned from a 80% teaching, 20% property model to a 70% teaching, 20% property, and 10% uh, new business kind of split. So I'm able to develop a third income stream. And that's what I suggest you do. Get your first thing running beautifully. Then commit some time on the side to develop a second. And when that's done and regularized and systematized and smooth, then reallocate the time to a 70-20-10 split. And this is the stage that I'm at at the moment. Right now, I'm setting up a third business, a joint venture business with a friend who's also a tutor to invest her savings using my property knowledge, network and systems to give her a second income. And also I get paid for doing that too. So as you add one more income stream, you build the system so that the time demands are reduced and as things become more routine, you can then maybe transition from 80, 20 to 70, 20, 10, and then maybe to a 70, 10, 10, which leaves 10% of your time free to develop and build a fourth income stream and so on. It's a kind of rinse and repeat process and it gets easier the more you do it. So how can you actually diversify? How can you get more out of what you're currently doing and add second things to it? Well, the very first thing is to look at what you're currently doing within your own field. If all you're doing is simple apple pie tuition, that's cool. Get as much of it as you possibly can. But start looking at 
methods to decouple time from money. In other words, put passive income in that supplements your face-to-face personal time demanding activities. So we're looking at products or intellectual property. That might be books, courses, audio programs, royalties from music or things that you've written and developed, licensing of systems, maybe even franchise what you do. If you've got a great business model and a system that backs it up, you can franchise it. It's exactly how McDonald's grew so fast. Any kind of system you've developed is usable. Think about hiring staff, preferably staff that will complement your skill set and allow you to make money on margin on what they do. So if you've got a, a junior tutor who works within your teaching model, maybe they're, let's say they're being charged out at £20 now for a junior teacher. Well, you as the elite go on at double that price. And there's wiggle room between the two where what they get paid gives you a little bit of cash in your own pocket. So you're facilitating them, you're giving them the benefit of students who can't pay your top dollar price for yourself. And you're taking a small percentage off the top, maybe 10, 15, 20% of their fee. Make money on the margin from your staff. The next thing you can do is rent out any dead space to other tutors. You could perhaps even create a hub for tutors. You've got a spare room in your house that can be used by another tutor to run their lessons. And it's not going to throw up problems with neighbours and traffic and such like. Why not rent it out? You can rent it out on an hourly basis or an exclusive basis where they just pay you a monthly fee. Exactly the same kind of idea as a rehearsal room rents out dead space in a building for bands. If you say have a detached property with no neighbors, you have a friend who's a drum teacher who needs a noise with, <laughs> who needs a room where they can make tons of noise with their student, there might be some synergy there. So apart from the local stuff, look at other service areas. Is there a place where you can go and teach and take your services to a different geographic location? At the moment, I'm thinking about extending my operations so I'm doing two days a week in London where I can charge a great deal of money for what I do. Locations, venues to be sorted out and obviously how to market that. It's something that I'm looking at. I'm not sure how that's going to pay out for me, but it's definitely worth me looking at it. Another option then, of course, is take it online. Exploit the changes that are coming. Some people I know are doing Skype and uh, Zoom meetings within their own field, which broadens their reach. It couples them from geographic issues too. So that's the stuff that I think is going on inside the current fields of operation for myself. Now, additionally, and this is the diversification part of this, is look outside of your field. What's going on around you? There are opportunities everywhere, as we've discussed in previous episodes. There are always opportunities out there for new businesses, for joint ventures with other people. Investments, for me, that's property. Parallel businesses that work with you, that you can refer people to, receive a referral fee from. Complementary businesses work great for us, like referral and affiliate programs. Now, I'm really passionate about this, about growing your business beyond just being yourself sitting down doing a few guitar lessons or maths lessons or science lessons, whatever it is. Because I had a massive wake-up call on this. 
in 2016 when I was cycling in Spain on a mountain descent. The front wheel of my bike slid out from underneath me, resulting in me hitting the tarmac at over 40 miles an hour, then sliding across the road towards the traffic heading uphill. I remember grabbing at the tarmac with my fingertips, clawing at it to try and stop myself from going under a big black coach in the crawler lane heading uphill towards me. The only thing that stopped me from going under the bus was the taxi, which skidded to a halt just as I lodged myself under its front wheels. I lost the skin pads from nine of my digits, burned through my cycling mitts, and for a guitar teacher it's a bloody terrifying sight to look down and see puddles of blood instead of fingers. I also lost a couple of square feet of skin from other parts of my body and broke a bone in my leg, and I went into shock and fainted after I'd followed the police car that came to the scene down to the local hospital and parked my bike in the admissions department. It was ten days before I could walk with any kind of ease after that. But I was lucky. I could have very easily been turned into a pancake by that bus, or me just could have prevented me from teaching or playing guitar ever again. Then what would I do? And as I just lay there for the next week or so, I realised just how precarious my position was as a guitar teacher. I was one cycle accident away from disaster. I realised I'd put all of my eggs into one basket and hadn't really given much thought to anything else. So what, what I'm trying to do here is send up a cautionary flare to you. Because it happens. Stuff happens and your life will change in a heartbeat. If all you have is one skill, just one income stream, or the limitations of your own time, you're at risk, my friend. And I want you to think about protecting yourself and assuring your future. Think about what you can do to reduce or eliminate the risk you face when things change. Because they will change. And you'll have little or no control over how they change. So in addition to becoming the master within your own optimised business, diversify and look outside of that. Look for things that you can do when you can't do the job you're currently doing now. Do it now. Do it before you need it. Because sooner or later you will need it. It's a stone certainty. This stuff matters, guys. Get busy on it. This life is going to change. Change for me, it's going to change for you. It's an absolute stone cold certainty. Let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear from you. Send me your comments, your questions and your problems. Again, it's info at neilcamada.com or find me on Twitter where I'm at you to podcast. That about wraps it up for today. But join me. I'm Neil Camado, and I'll be here on the next episode of the Tutor Podcast, where I'll be doing my best to bust some myths, filter out the fact from the fiction, and dive deep into what it takes to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.